Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. Sponsored today by La Maria's Natural Plant-Based Skincare Company. La Maria's Natural Plant-Based Skincare Company is simple, easy, and ready to use. Whether you're just starting to learn your skin or if you're a skin expert, their products are made to create healthy and bright skin. Introduce your skin to their three new on-the-go facial cleaner serums. The Roses, a great serum for lines, wrinkles, and discoloration. The Citronia, which get rid of acne and natural brightened skin complexions. And the Lube, a product that eliminates razor bumps and ingrown hairs. Visit their website today at www.lamaria.com for their location at West 58th Street and Columbus Circle, New York City. That's www.lamaria.com. L-A-M-A-R-R-I-I-A.com. Go there today. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here on the outskirts of Atlanta and Marietta. We have the whole Robinson Public Relations and Media Group studio. And happy, happy Wednesday, man. Wednesday morning, 11.02. Happy hump day. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are, you know, uh, taking care of yourselves. I hope you're eating well. You slept well. Are you sleeping well? You're drinking your water. You're controlling your mental and emotional health. <laughs> you're praying. You're meditating. You're doing all the necessary self-improvement hacks to become a better version of yourselves on the global stage. So, you know, we are a health and wellness podcast, and we bring you the biggest and brightest experts in their fields. You know how we do it. We are in 53 countries and 1.3 million listeners. Thank you to all our sponsors, our advertisers, everybody who's showing us love over the last year. And uh, we're just grateful we cannot do it with you guys. So I hope you guys are really paying attention to your mental health and you're watching the way you are talking to yourself when you see the image of you in the mirror, okay? Be careful of that. Be careful of what you're listening to. Be careful of who you're listening to. You know, you know, you turn into who you tune into. <laughs> you know, I want to say that. So I want you guys to really pay attention more than ever to take better, get better care of yourselves. Okay, and don't get so you know happy that you know the little vaccine is out and people walk around with no mask on, you know, don't trust all that, you know, so I want you to be mindful of what's going on in the world, what's going on in your immediate environment, uh, control of what's going on in your house to make sure that you are becoming a healthier version than you, than yourself, you know, this, this, the year is almost over, 2021 is halfway done, okay, 2020 was a dud. <laughs> you know, but this is the new version of you. Our 2020 version of you is obsolete. You gotta look at your your life and look at your mind and body like the new iPhone that's coming out or the new car that's coming out. You know, every year should be a new version, a new model of yourself. Okay, so here we are. And right now, 2022, you're blessed to hear right now. 2022, you need to be working on self-improvement hacks 
today, right now, make some improvements, okay, go into 2021 ready to go, because life can throw you a curveball, you don't know what's coming, so you want to prepare yourself, okay, so I'm going to give a shout out to our sponsors right quick, I want to say shout out to uh, yourwellnesshabits.com, thank you so much for the sponsorship, BBR Productions, thank you so much, I want to say Core Restore 7 Day Detox Kit, thank you so much, Motherland Goods Black Soap, thank you, Frontline uh, tummy Waist Trainer, thank you so much. Whoopie Shop for all your furry friends. You know, go check them out. WhoopieShop.com, Tranquility, uh, uh, Facial uh, Products. Thank you so much for the, uh, for the uh, products. Very good products there. Cashmere Care, Whey Protein. Check them out as well. If you're looking for a nice, uh, nat- all natural quality whey protein, you know, that's going to give you that little bit of extra boost and, you know, protein that your body needs. Thank you so much. Glossy Teeth Whitening Kit. Thank you so much for the products. We are using it every day. You know, we're constantly, I tell people all the time, we're constantly in people's face. You do not want your oral health to be jacked up when you're in people's face, whether it's, you know, stained teeth, yellow teeth, you know, missing teeth, whatever it is, get your oral health taken care of okay especially if you are in people's face you're coaching people or maybe you're speaking in front of others or whatever you're trying to do just in general overall or health okay make sure that you go to the dentist and get some products like glossy teeth whitening uh, kits that's, that you can use at night on everyday use to really give you that confidence and build your self-esteem and when you're out there in front of the world, okay? Make sure you do that. Aperfectshirt.com. Thank you so much for the t-shirts. Uh, T-Fab Tees. T-Fab Tees.com. <laughs> Burlington Beard Company. Thank you so much for the beard balm and the oils. We love it. We're working it out. Got our beard looking sexy and fluffy. You know, so all you guys out there, go do that. All you ladies for Father's Day. Still, <laughs> you know, just go check on out. Okay, so the Nature's Old Aces CMOS, check them out at naturesoldaces.com to get you some great fresh old CMOS. Uh, Marvelous Calm CBD Mints. So if you, if you need to freshen your mouth again and, and, and get the CBD in you at the same time, make sure you go check them out. Happy Body Store, thank you out for all the great uh, body products in here. Also, the Foundry Skincare Company. It's a post-workout face moisturizer. So when you're sweating, your pores is clogged, and you know you, maybe you're uh, washing your skin and everything, if you want to keep the moisture in your face, so they have a great post-workout uh, more facial moisturizer. And shout, shout out to them for using that all the time as well. So I'm bringing in my next guest, man. She, you know, she goes by the name of Reverend D. Reverend Dietra L. Mason is affectionately known, affectionately known as Rev D by most of the people in her life. Rev D is living her life purpose and is the founder of the life coaching business, 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. She's an ordained minister and a certified life coach. Her passion is helping and coaching others be all that God has them to be. Amen. Her slogan is a better you make a better world okay she graduated from the new york theological seminary and holds a bachelor of science degree rev d has has been a pastor and teacher of christian education and a certified international chaplain she has been married for over 33 years 32 years amen and is a proud mother 
she loves relationship coaching and helping others build a powerful relationship with God. In addition to coaching, she ministers to those in prison and lives and lives her life giving hope to the hopeless. She's a public speaker of empowerment, a teacher, writer, and produces her own podcast, Rev D 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. Her service is to help others to have 2020 vision for the future and with themselves. Welcome to the show, Reverend D. How are you doing, Queen? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I am doing great. I can yes. tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can yes. tell. That's a burst of energy right there. Thank you. I'll take that. That's a blessing, you know? Yes. Yes. I try to keep myself in a, a frame that that energy that we put out is the energy that will come back. So I try to keep myself excited about just being alive because we know just a year ago, nothing was certain. So just to be here today to talk to you about, you know, self-improvement and things like that just gets me excited. Yeah, me too. It's a blessing to have you on. You know, you're doing a lot of great things right there, and we're running parallel with one another. But I'm going to ask you a question. Like, how challenging is it for you, or was it for you, especially last year, 2020, where everything is going on, how challenging for you, personally and professionally, to really keep an uplift attitude, uplifted attitude, because that was really challenging even for the best coaches out there. Yes, absolutely. Um, it was really to the point where, as a minister, that we really had to put our money where our mouth is and to let people know that we have to continue to have faith in God, no matter what it looks like. <laughs> we have to continue to know that, you know, God um, is on our side and we ought to be on God's side and believe that what he is doing right now is going to be for the benefit of us in the future. So it was very challenging. It was a lot of uh, prayer meetings and all kind of things going on, especially, you know, services. So it, it was very challenging. But we really, I really believe that God prepared us for that time and the time we are going through and that we really had to put our money where our mouth is. Now you all that we know to um, certainly point others to to him, you know? Yeah, it was very challenging dealing with my clients, dealing with my own mental and emotional health, you know, with everything was going on as far as uh, the elections and the, uh, the vaccine and COVID and um, being an African-American male, leaving out the house every day. Oh, a stress on me. Oh, like, ooh, this is unparalleled to anything I have ever been through in my life. So it's just compounded. So when I was dealing with my clients doing telehealth and everything like that, it's like, it's like you're okay? I'm like, yeah. It was hard for me to, you know, I had to go get a coach myself. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk. <laughs> it was right. And it's and that's healthy. That is healthy to to know that you need to to talk about it 
and you know that that was very wise in your your part and I'm glad that you're saying that because a lot of people um, don't want to talk for whatever reason but it's so healthy when you can share your thoughts and then find out that you're not the only one having those thoughts <laughs> you know and then and then we can feed off one another to build each other up so that's very important that we get into a group that we can um, talk about what is going on around us and how we can lean into it to um, somehow come out better than we were while we were in it. Yeah, yeah. How has this whole situation with everything going on over the last year, how have you positively benefited from it because so many people did not benefit from it but so many people I mean they really benefited from it as far as their personal life and their professional uh, careers as well how has how has uh, you benefited from it how have you benefited from it? I have benefited from it from maximizing on the time um, and, and when I say that we had a lot of time to be in the house and figure out <laughs> what can we do with this time. So that's what I did. I maximized the time that God had allowed me to sit down and, and look at what was going on and how I can be useful in this situation to others. And this is when um, Gold Diggers really kicked off because there were so many people that really said, if I had time <laughs> to work on my goals, what would I do? And all those ambitious people um, really gravitated to my podcast. They gravitated to my Gold Table Talk. And we took what we have shelved <laughs> in our lives, our own dreams and aspirations, took those off the shelf and said, hey, why we have to sit here, you know, and, and be safe and follow, you know, the rules, we can work on ourselves. And that really helped a lot of people. A lot of people had to work from home. And so they were home and able to do it. And a lot of people had a lot of time to, you know, be creative <laughs> with their mind and let that part come out. So that's how I maximize helping people to develop and, and developing on my show. Yeah, that's awesome. So did your broadcast and did the Gold Diggers platform, was it birthed out of uh, being quarantined or was it something that you already had in, in your playbook? It was birthed out of the quarantine. I already had started my coaching business um, in 2019. So when 2020 kicked in, um, I was already working on my coaching business. And then when the quarantine hit, that's when I had to absolutely, you know, figure out, well, what can I do now? And that's when I got into the podcast and became a, a writer of the podcast, an editor, and just <laughs> let it kick off. And it was really um, a blessing to so many others that were listening to the content that I was putting out at that time, you know. And you know, lean into this situation. Don't don't get yourself all in a in a tizzy, you know, because we're powerless in, in in that, you know, that we can't do anything about it right now. 
about this, you know, uh, COVID-19, but we can do something about some of the things that we need to work on within ourselves and, and get out there and be that entrepreneur, you know, get out there and be that, that artist, get out there and, and be that CEO that, you know, you can be, you know, so we can work on those things. So, and even get out there and be a politician, <laughs> make change. You know, that's why we call ourselves the radical gold diggers because it's about making radical changes within ourselves and, and changing our mindset to, yeah. you know, line up with what God would have us to be. Right. And that's great because, you know, people had to learn how to pivot during the times exactly. of uncertainty and chaos and death. Um, COVID, you know, and, and when I touch a lot of high performers, they were able to pivot and they had a growth mindset. They were able to create platforms for themselves to generate more income for themselves. And uh, also then people who have a set mindset, they, they kind of like fell off like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just give me unemployment. And, you know, and I was like, man, this is the perfect time right now. We didn't realize it at the time. But so many people were able to generate income, create that business, write that book, start a blog, whatever they did, lose weight, gain weight, whatever they want to do. So many took this time to improve. And I'm, I'm looking because you, you said something. You said um, a better you make a better world. Like that's a perfect quote during these times of still uncertainty and everything like that because you, you know, when you take care of yourself, you become, it's a gift to the world, you know, when you become a better person. So when I read that, I started thinking about that. So, I mean, what, what do you find it challenging for people, you know, potential clients that people just come look for help? Do, do they have a set mindset or a growth mindset? Are they open to change? Are they coachable? You know, how, you know how, how do you determine who's coachable and who's not? What's, what's the sign? Coaching is about the future. And when people come to me, they are ready to brighten that future. And they use me to, you know, they, they could be in a cloud and they use me to help them see that vision more clearly so 2020 is is not about the year it's about a vision you seeing yourself with that vision because if you see yourself that way then you're able to walk into what your purpose is and that's what I bring clarity to and yes people come in coachable they they want it (laughs) And that's really the the big key that they want to, you know, um, to improve in those areas so they can walk in their greatness. I always tell people we were made by greatness to do great things. And, um, you know, but with all the static in the world and all the things that would make someone not, you know, blossom into what they're supposed to be. That's what I try to filter out and say, you can get through all of that. <laughs> you yeah. can get through all of that if you're focused. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
that's very important. Yep. Yeah, and I keep people in alignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You keep people accountable. Do you do you do they have like um, action goals that they have to do on a daily basis before they come back to another session with you, like checkpoints? Of, oh yeah. What, Yes, yeah, they they leave with homework. If that's yeah, what they, you're talking about, they yeah, they yeah, leave yeah. With, with homework. Yeah, because you, you know when you say when you say I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. When you say keep them in line and then just kind of like you know keep people accountable for self improvement, you know especially when you're dealing with the relationship with others, you know a lot of people realize they don't get along well with others. You know, now, um, doing last year when people were quarantined with each other, you know, domestic violence shot up probably 30, 40% in certain areas of the country, even in abroad, like in London and stuff like that, you know. Um, so, improving your relationship with your spouse like your significant other, you know, like your home, you know, you, you're seeing each other, you're on top of each other every day, you know, was that challenging for anybody, you know, because so many people uh, dealt with, you know, a lot of arguments in the household. I mean, from my client's standpoint, you know, they, you know, was going through a situation with marriage and then all of a sudden they're quarantined, you know, they can't get along with another, but at the end of the day, you know, they were able to seek help and seek therapy and get to the, the, realize that they got to get, get through this together. So did you have any clients or anything in your practice that was like you know, pretty much compatible to that because that there was a lot going on for coaches um, last year and this year. Yes. Um, I can honestly say in our group table, uh, gold table talk, when we have our group discussion, that was certainly something that was brought up <laughs> with the gold diggers. And, you know, the way I was able to facilitate that and try to um, bring um, a solution is to really lean into it. You know, for me, I've been married a long time. Now, we both had, you know, jobs, but to actually be together all that time, believe it or not, was even challenging for us, me and, and, and my husband. So I was able to, you know, use myself as an example and, and how we handle it and, and, and try to, you know, help others to, you know, lean into it and not look at it so much, you know, as a negative. Now, a lot of people lost jobs. And we know that a lot of the arguments or, you know, unrest can come from financial strain. And, you know, um, and it can be blamed on either one. You know, if you lost your job or, you know, that type of thing. So I was very aware of the root of a lot of these types of arguments that, you know, that you're faced with. But that is a challenge. And I always try to tell people, you, the challenges you have today will not be the challenges you have tomorrow. But the way you deal with that challenge today is going to help you deal with those challenges better tomorrow. So that is something that, you know, there was something in there for them to learn, learn more about yourself, you know. And, and I think that, is, that was the win 
for our relationship that we became stronger and learned more about ourselves because twice kept you're just moving you know you're just moving and got used to just moving in and out and in and out of each other's face but when you have to be in the same space for all that time and now the sports are not there and all the things that used to be there are not there i think it was an opportunity to grow closer together and and that's what i try to get people to see this this is opportunity this is time yeah. to to work on some things that are are laying dormant you know and um and that was the way i was able to help them because i too was going through the same thing Yeah, and I think I think a lot of coaches had to figure some things out in their own personal life and in professionals because they, you know, people are married, people are in relationships, and people are dealing with other people's emotions, and so you have to figure out, you know, what's happening for yourself first before you can even consult with clients. You know, like, you know, it's hard to tell people how to stay empowered and, and, and keep, in, keep them in line when your own life is chaotic during this process, you know, and I sat back just like you and I had to analyze it from objectively. I have to, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. You just put it like that. I have to step out of the frame and look at the picture and say, oh, okay. I'm going to have to fix a couple of things because I'm not used to being home today. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. It was it was challenging. I was you know I was like oh, I'm gonna get dressed. I'm gonna go downstairs to the office. Like I'm going out of the building. To the, you know going to work. You know I was prepared. Like I'm about to leave the house, but I'm going downstairs. And I said, don't come down here. I tell my wife, I'm gonna look. You do you. I'm gonna do me. And we come back. She said, nah. We just you know we we gonna work up here together. I said, nah. I need to be gone for a little while. <laughs> you know, I needed that. You know, there's so much going on. I really had to deal with my emotional um, uh, where I'm, where I was emotionally because I was going through it, and I had to place a phone call to get some objectives. So, who who do you find that men are less likely? to come to you for help compared to women? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I do. Um, you know, with uh, Gold Table Talk, most of the people that join that Zoom session are women. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know why the men don't want to chime in because when they do and and thank goodness for my husband that that chimes in they enjoy hearing it from a man's perspective so um you know (laughs) i i i would have to um i guess figure out how i how can i attract more men because you know the women really enjoy their perspective on you know over the same type of uh situation well how does a man see it? You know, and um, they really enjoyed um, some of the interviews I did do with my husband and I. We did some relationship podcasts, and they did enjoy that. So I'm yeah. gonna have to come on your show. I'll be a guest on your show, <laughs> so I, I can Please. deliver. 
yeah some some male content but you know um my therapist she was saying that men are four times less likely to connect because as men we were told to be macho and stuck up our feelings and even at birth as a young young man coming up even to this day you know take it on the chin like a man figure it out figure it out and so but she says the way that she attracts males is to say that women us we make we tell men that you are considered a superhero when you come in for therapy it's not considered weak to come in and say what's on your heart and speak what's on your mind they consider them to be supermen super super strong and superheroes to come in and let and then also men men when you listen to this I'm I'm telling you now these are from clinical professionals men are most likely to die faster than women because they keep stuff balled up which cause stress okay you don't and then the sign of and then you get depressed you get anxiety you know dealing with all this stuff so the signs of depression in men is irritability frustration anger alcohol consumption you know self-medication you know frustration I said that you know standoffish you know gambling and we don't recognize what we're going through and it's a sign of depression and anxiety and men so next time men you find yourself irate or women when you find your man acting crazy all the time what's wrong with him he could just be depressed and that's common right now with a lot of men going on with everything going on in the world right so understand this so I have to ask you that question um, Rev D because you know, men, you know, we're stubborn. <laughs> we don't want to talk. Ah, I don't want to talk about it right now. But you got to get it out because it's a slow, it's a slow killer. Okay, that's stress. I want to do it. It is. It is. You know, we, we just did a gold table tour about conquering the enemy within. And it was really about using strategies to beat yourself you know but if you're stubborn like you just mentioned it's harder to um you know to navigate around your own situation so you know a lot of the battles are within you know um alcoholism is is the end result but it's not the root of the problem and and that's what i try to get people to to look inside to see what is holding you <laughs> and, and, and anchor them back within themselves to be able to bring closure to that so they can move on. You know, a lot of the people that I have counsel, um, you know, are, are trying to get over something that happened in their childhood and have lived their whole adulthood uh, with no closure. So even though I, I'm a transformational coach and counseling is, is not my thing, right? I, what I do is help people go towards the future. Counseling is really helping people in the past. But I will anchor back to see what is holding something that you really need that energy for you to go forward into the future yeah. and yeah. get them to release that. But, um, yes, yeah, people can definitely um 
be the enemy against themselves. So that's what that podcast. How do you conquer that enemy within? And, and, um, and I got people to think about that. That's the biggest enemy, so, the enemy within. Yeah. Yeah. So what? A, well, how do you? What do you? How do you feel about people who come in? They want the help. They need the help, but they are afraid to pull back that scab that has been healed, or they just let a callus over that wound. And they know if I pull back this scab, it's going to be painful. And people, I mean, how do you? How do you deal with that? Because I know there's some things in my life I had to pull back the scab. I'll peel back a whole lot of layers and really get down deep. And um, I was I was shook when I did that when I was in counseling. So how do you know? How do you deal with clients? Like that you it's really growth is painful, all right? So how do you deal with clients that go through the pain? How it goes through the fear of experiencing the pain? Well, once again, I don't see them as just, you know, someone that's going through something unique. (laughs) I see them as someone that's going through something that just about everybody has gone through somewhere in their life. So I can always put myself in a pair of shoes and say, yes, I remember when. And even though what I what I was given to get out of it may not be the same solution for them, but it will get them to think of how they can release it. You know, how you can bring um, sorrow. I mean, how you can bring um, um, closure to it, how you can heal, how you can say sorry (laughs) or receive the sorrow, you know. So, because a lot of it is not even about what was done to you. It's about how you are processing it. Why am I holding it? You got to start asking your question. Why is this still hurting? <laughs> you know, and, and see why you're letting that live. Why are you letting that live? That, that's, that's gone. <laughs> why are you letting it live today? And, and, and what benefit is it to you? And then when you start looking at things from another perspective, like stepping out of it and looking at it, then you start saying, okay, let me get this lesson. Let me put this to rest and let me move on and make it, you know, make it better. There's always something in there that God wants you to see. There's always. And maybe you're holding on to you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. It could be, it could be the, that release, the liberate yourself can be that one component that can, you know, help your life, whether it's personal or professional, excel, you know, blossom to the next level. But if you're not afraid to let go or address certain situations that's, that's paralyzing you emotionally and psychologically, then you're going to be stuck for a long time. And what, one thing that I like what you said, like you're not afraid to put yourself in a pair of shoes, and that's excellent because great coaches always put themselves in their shoes, and they they always coach from um, an experience that they have that can really 
show empathy, you know, to people who need that help. You know, some people just say, uh, you know, just do this and do that. They're going by textbook. And that's fine, but when you can have an emotional connection with a client, a potential client, and this person understands, they can hear your convictions and your voice and your testimony, that's going to most likely encourage him or her to address whatever problem that they need to address and release the bondage from their heart and from their mind to really excel in life. So I'm glad that you said that you, you know, that you're not afraid to put yourself in shoes because if you walk it you can talk it most coaches cannot do that Rev D <laughs> well I would like to feel my uniqueness as a coach is that I have not only majored in theology which brings value to my clients who are spiritual but also you know it allows me to connect to connect them to their purpose you know, and, and that's what I like to um, get my clients to move and be goal-driven, you know. Um, I want to point them to, you know, the, the, the number one healer, you know. So I'm going to point them to the number one problem solver. And, and, and a lot of the people I coach are spiritual and they have no problem with God helping them to overcome their burden, you know. They, they have no problem um, growing and de- developing this, I believe, is a very valuable relationship to have is your relationship with um, God or your higher power, what you choose to call it. When you know there's something greater than yourself that can that can help you, you know, and heal you, because, you know, it's not Rev D that's going to do it, you know, I'm just going to point you to who can and who will, if you You're will just doing. trust You're and believe. You're the best. Say that again? <laughs> I think you are yes. the best. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, now, you know, it's this, very important. I'm the portal. <laughs> I'm the portal, the natural resource to help others to you know to see to see God and to also to see within themselves that they can be all that God called them to be they you you can do it and yeah. and and yes we can together and I believe that's what God wants he wants yeah. us to be together you know spouses he wants us to work together to plug into each other because that's really the key once you plug into your spouse and you become his complement or her complement and not their competitor then you then you have plugged into that energy of of love and wealth and and all those things that evolve in a relationship when we can be I can be who I am, and you can be who you are, but together, <laughs> we are, you know? It's just, like, it's, it's like that song, um, 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 I forgot it's by Neil. He said, you know, I'm a woman by myself, but we're forcing we together, something like that. I remember that song. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a mystery if you've been married and become as one. I believe that is so true. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a lot of things uh, throughout my life, and especially in the course of uh, 2020 in, um, in marriages and relationships. Like, you know, the, the husband was laid off because of COVID, but the wife is still able to be the breadwinner, and the husband became uh, jealous or, like you said, uh, in competition and really became envy and that really put uh, a strain, emotional strain on the relationship because, you know, he felt like he himself was not in control of the finances and paying the bills. And that's a that's an ego thing, I know, but if you got a wife you plugged into and she plugged into you for better for worse. She's still working, she makes the six figures. You know, you should just do your thing you know, plug into her, make yourself improve, maybe get some more skills, find another job, you know, start a business, do something. But he just couldn't get past it. And, you know, that became a problem for them. And uh, she started making way more. She got an extra bonus on top of that. She started making way much more money than she was when he was working. Now, you know, he couldn't deal with it. You know, so now here coming a problem in the relationship. And like you said, finances is one of the biggest uh, issues when it comes down to uh, domestic violence, of divorce, and all that stuff like that. So, you know, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I've seen it. I heard it. And I'd be like, man, she ain't going nowhere. She's holding you down until you can get your stuff together, you know. But he just rather just bark about it. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get it. <laughs> but that's the mindset, you know. And uh, now they are not together. And unfortunately, she's moved on to do some other things, you know, and she she lost 60 pounds, you know. Now she's yeah. looking great and making money and moved on, and, and he's out here looking like, looking crazy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now you want to come back home, and it's, and it's too late. It's too late, you know. So I'm like, ah, I ain't nothing I can tell you, man. Let ego get in the way, man. Do not let your ego let me let me ask you a question, um, Rev D. Do you feel that uh, we know we need to get back to God? I know this whole uh, COVID thing, quarantine, everything was going was a was a thing that he used to slow the world down, get people back to some. Do you think sometimes that people are very impatient with God, like they just want God to move? when they need them to move. Like, things are bad right now. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. But when things are great, <laughs> you don't even call them. Do you feel people are impatient with them sometimes? Yes, I, I feel that that impatientness comes through when you have not really surrendered that situation over to God. You, you really have not um, build your own relationship with God to the point where you're going to trust him you know and and I I respect anyone that you know that daily practices their faith so they can um, grow to an understanding that you know I, I, I I'm powerless God has all the power and yes I want something right now but because I have this relationship with my father I know my father knows what's best for me and the timing that I should have it 
So when we grow in this relationship with God and learn to trust him, then our impatience becomes less. And then we work and operate in the meantime. And what's the meantime? Why I'm waiting on God. What can I do? And that's what we leaned into during COVID. Okay, while we're waiting on God to get this vaccine together, what are we going to do? And this was opportunity, you know. So when people don't understand, you know, what's really going on is so much bigger than us, we just have to surrender to God. And that's why I like to always tell people, you really have to get to form this main relationship with the Lord because your relationship with the Lord is going to suggest your behavior in all your other relationships. <laughs> you know, it's going to, your relationship with your spouse is going to be dependent a lot on your relationship with the Lord because he's going to be working with you in these relationships. You know, if you got a, a, a bad relationship with your boy, you know, and you start leaning on God to help you to change this around for a promotion, then now you're tapping into the one, the source that can help you to overcome this, you know. So I believe, you know, that you have to really know and surrender to God to allow him to come into you so you can be all that you can be. So, you know, if people are atheists, that's, that's a whole nother thing. I would, I, I, but if you're not, then I'm able to really steer you to, to him who, who has, you know, all power. Yeah. So. And I, 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 I feel and recognize his power all the time, all the things he's been doing in my life. And, I, I hear his voice loud and clear, like you know that voice. That's the, <laughs> when that yes, voice comes here, you know that voice. You better attend church and go go be obedient. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You know, I said, oh, I, I better do this, or he's gonna spank me good. You know, so I, I better go do this right now. I feel good in my spirit, my heart, and I, I do know. You know, um, I waited, we created, we got blessed. And more ways than one, I know May alone, I walked away from two accidents, two accidents in one month. You know, for somebody hit me, and I went and sat down. I'm like, <laughs> like okay, what's the lesson of this? <laughs> I'm like, are you trying to, yeah, I was like, what's the lesson of this? I, I was able, I wasn't even hurt. And I was like, both cars in the shop. And I said, what's the lesson in this? You know, and I created. While I was sitting down, again, I created a whole new uh, way, you know, to to uh, generate residual income, you know, and and I was like, okay, I always I'm always looking for the silver lining in stressful situations because I know there is a lesson there, or opportunity there to learn and grow in that. And that unpleasantness and that and being comfortable. I said, Oh, he rallied my cage right now, so I'm not being uncomfortable right now. So I look at being uncomfortable as a blessing. You know, if something coming down the pipeline, you know, I'm expecting something, you know, so but sometimes, you know, uh, like they say, you know, God would make you feel uncomfortable 
he'll, you know, he'll stress you out sometimes to see if you are prepared or ready to receive the blessings that he's got coming for you. And when I heard that years ago, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. You know, so I always look at uh, these things as opportunities where other, a lot of people I know, like, they're always crying about it. I said, man, you got to look for the silver lining in this, you know. Um, what's the blessing in this? You got to look at it. You got to find it. You got to create something out of that, you know, and build on it, you know, and make sure that you, you know, you thank them and show gratitude for things you already have. Stop uh, crying about things you don't want but you have everything you need like people sometimes people find me all over the place man scatter prank and I wake up I say you know I ain't got no pain in my body I'll be 54 soon thank you you know I got a you know, comfortable situation thank you you know what I mean it's like right. I never take for granted right. I never take granted so, well that's so. that's what coaching all about it's about not necessarily telling somebody how to do it but given perspectives, you know, different perspectives that would provoke thought in their own mind to see it a different way. Because you can take someone in the dark and, and coach them to the light just by giving them a different perspective. Because what's keeping them in the dark is their thinking. <laughs> so you have to you know, change your perspective so they can say, the light bulb can go off and say, oh, okay, that's, that's it, you know. And that's what I, I, I love doing, you know, um, helping people see it from another perspective that will allow them to grow past where they are and, and, and to keep going. You know, so. you said something that that struck me in my soul. It's now you was like, "What's keeping them, keeping them in the dark?" As they're thinking, I had to write that down. <laughs> that, <down. laughs> that was another nugget. That's that. Let me write that down. That's right the enemy. That is, it's that thinking. It's all about the mindset. You know, I did a whole podcast about the subconscious. <laughs> And, you know, it's 5% conscious working and 95 that's not. And there's a whole lot going on that you're not conscious about. So when you have a coach, a coach brings that awareness to the forefront for you to say, oh, okay, now what happens? You take control. You have just taken control over your mind. Because that subconscious is doing a whole lot of stuff. I mean, we have a whole lot of embedded, a lot, we have a whole lot of embedded cliches. There's a whole lot of bad stuff that's in there, right? That's not helping us. But when you bring the good stuff in and bring light to it and replace your, what I like to call your stinking thinking, to yeah, a right a thinking, then you can change your perspective. You, you can grow yourself, um, you know, your, your self-worth and, and feel more empowered, you know. And your self-esteem will really go up because a lot of this is coming from a poor place of, of self-esteem, 
you know, and when we start giving ourselves excuses, when we start, you know, saying, you know, we're not motivated. All this is coming from somewhere, you know, and that's what we have to change. We have to change our thinking because anyone, anyone, I believe, yes, you can. Once I see someone saying they want to reach that goal, why not? What's going to stop you? And trust me, it's going to be you that's going to stop yeah. you. <laughs> What's going to stop you? You're going to, your, your subconscious mind is going to be the first person that pops in and says, you can't do that. You know exactly. you can't fit that. <laughs> you know right. you need to sit down on it. You don't, you know, your, your mind. But, you know, changing your neural logistical programming, a lot of people don't know how to do that. They don't know how to change their thought processes. You know, your subconscious mind is like a, a tape recorder. It's going to record a lot of things that you're listening to, um, a lot of things that you're reading, a lot of things, a lot of people that you're following, you know, all that stuff like that. My subconscious mind ran crazy last year. I was like, man, I got to go get me a weapon. I got to do this. I got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on low but now I got a sense of now that I've got new people you know I have a sense of back to my regular self I have a clarity and, and, and peace and um, understanding uncertainty uh, yes uncertainty yeah. will bring on anxiety uncertainty oh, yeah, is will bring on anxiety and we can be thinking about the end and you know conjuring up our own madness and just really driving ourselves into a tizzy if we're not aware of what we are doing (laughs) you are making yourself this way and you have to stop thinking that way and that's why it's so important to have the right people around you to, to see something that you may not Seeing because there was a lot of people that uh, suffered from anxiety during COVID, and they and 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 you should have because it was one of those situations. But then you had to say, okay, what can I do about this? You know, yeah. what can I do about this? And when you answer that question to yourself, you know, and that's another one you got to answer that question, then you'll be able to deal with it better. You know, yeah. I'm powerless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, your subconscious mind, I mean, I, I've seen it paralyze so many people, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, and I tell people all the time, I say, you, like I said in the beginning of the show, you turn into who you tune into. So if you always tune it into negative self talk and, you know, calling yourself the FAT word and, you know, and saying all these negative things, you're going to start, you're going to convince yourself that this is who you are, this is what it's going to be, you never, I'm never going to do it, I'm never going to amount to it. You have to really switch off that thinking, that's thinking, thinking, like you just said. Switch that. You got to change the channel. You got to turn that off. You got to turn that, but how do you feel like some people just don't know how to turn it off? They feel like they, you know, I grew up like this, it's in my DNA, it's in my genetics. They don't know how. They don't care to find out how. That's all they know is this. So what do you say about those more hardcore it's, 
awareness. It's awareness. You you know, if if someone wants change, you know, that's that's different. Then you can bring the awareness to them. But if someone doesn't want change and they're very comfortable with their belief system, if you will, then it's 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 not really too much <laughs> you're gonna be able to do with that person except lead by example. And because their mind is made up. But you know, but you don't have to conform to that, you know, and there you'll be surprised how many people will look into the lives of others and say, Wow, you know, where am I going wrong? You know. And it comes all back to what their belief system is telling them as opposed to what you're telling yourself. And that's what I was talking about, that embedded stuff that you don't even realize is determining your thoughts. And our thoughts are very powerful. Yeah, you become what you think about a man. What did, what did, what did, oh my God, I just had this one up. Uh, what a man thinking. <laughs> So he is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can tell a lot about a person just by a conversation of what is really driving them. Is it, is it themselves? You know, pride goes before destruction. You know, you know, no, I, I want to be in a place where I'm not too proud to ask for for help, you know, I I, I want to be at a place where I'm growing in some capacity. I, I, I will never know it all, and I'm comfortable with that, <laughs> but I need to know what I need to know to um, fulfill my purpose, and my purpose is to be of service into some capacity, you know, we are here to, to, to fill in something to be of service in some capacity. City, you know, and I like to, you know, offer um, in my coaching to, you know, um, coach towards self-worth, know your value, spiritual wealth, know the power of, of being spiritual and, and financial wealth, you know, and those are the types of services that I offer because, you know, I, I tell people um, not all he- homeless people have mental illness you know not not all homeless people have mental illness they just have not been coached in the areas where they needed to be coached in and certainly um in financial wealth you know you you can get out of it you know you can get out of it and um and if mental illness is not what's holding you back then you can get out of that situation with the right coaching. That's that's interesting because I had clients before where they're very educated and uh, they lost their job or something, but they dealt with they were dealing with mental health issues, maybe paranoia, schizophrenia, or or bipolarism, uh, you know, all that stuff like that. Oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, real stuff. But you know, when they said that, hey, Terrence, you know, I was dealing with this until they stopped to medicate me. Once I was diagnosed with mm. to medicate me, then that's when the problem came. And I was like, because, you know, one got one of my clients that I was having problems with um, um, uh, hallucinations. And um, I couldn't sleep. 
And then when I thought I was sleeping, I was actually up. I said, ooh, that's, a, that's deep. You know, and he, he was hospitalized because of it. But, you know, then he got out and he was kind of like homeless and then family members looking down on him. But he was a high performer one part of his life, you know. And um, he had a great, I think he was a lawyer. You know, educated guy, you know, good lawyer. But, you know, he had, he had some issues that cost him. And if something happened on the job and, you know, he just, just freaked out in front of client. So um, they they put him in the hospital. I think he did like six months, eight months or something like that. When he came back, you know, the, the meds had him a whole different person. You know, he gained weight, the side effects of it, his weight gain, um, stiff joints, extreme dry mouth. You know, he just, you know, he said, man, up, it kept him up at night. So a lot of, you know, people don't know when you're up all night, all the time, like, you, it, you know, your body needs to rest and recover. So you have hormonal changes, you know, you get stressed, you get irritability, you get frustrated. Frustrated, you get hangry, you know, because it changed your, um, your nutritional habits as well. So he just had a lot going on, man. But he uh, was, a, was a great contributor to society at one point. But, you know, he had mental health mm-hmm. issues. And, um, um, you got to know that you, you have to know the signs of yeah. when you are starting to... Um, exhibit abnormal behavior and 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 almost catch yourself <laughs> you, you, oh, yeah. and, and be aware because it happens to the best of us you know yeah. stress can seep in and and start messing with your mind I mean it happens to the best of us and what we have to be very conscious of which that subconscious mind will take over is that it can happen to you <laughs> you know how people say hey, never oh, yeah, happens yeah. to me no, you have to know and be alert when these things start happening to catch it early know, know when to go get help you know and yeah. um, and not let it go don't don't let it fester you know I, so I, I'm just I, saying all that to say that that's a real thing oh yeah that's a myth my mother said you don't do stress well she told me years ago but you know my father used to say you know, you have to identify your triggers. Like most people are stressed, they don't know who or what their triggers are. Sometimes it's not a right. rest, it's over. And mm-hmm. I can't stay in a stressful situation. I have to find a solution. Then I'd be like, how can I benefit from the stress? Will I be able to write a book? Will I be able to capitalize on the stress? You know, I look at stress as an opportunity as well. But I don't like when stress come up in my head, like I can feel my blood pressure skyrocketing when I'm stressed. I'm like, ooh, I hate it there. I hate it there. So anybody that was stressing me, I, I did corporate for a while. I, I did an early retirement. I got out of that because that's a stress. And I managed seven people stressors, you know, different personalities. You know, I was in a, a failed marriage one time, stressor. I had to get out of that. I was like, oh, I, I just... So I know every day is not going to be roses and peaches and cream. I get it, I understand that. But I know my stressors. And one of my gifts of discernment is, you know, I pick up on vibrations and people's energy. Like, I'm really good at that. And I said, oh, I can't be around these people. You know, this is going to cause me some stress. Uh, you know, so I had to detoxify my life. I had to simplify my life. 
And it sound weird, but I thank God for being quarantined still. I still practice it. <laughs> Look, I use, I just did I'm going to treat this six feet thing like an order of protection. You know, give me 50 feet. You know, I ain't trying to be around the body. But I can't be stressed. I, I under a lot of stress. And I look over my life and I say, oh man, I did a great job with eliminating my stress. A lot of stress I deal with now is trying to put out the next project. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me put this out. You know, those are simple stresses. But, you know, I, I, I'm doing great. I'm in the sweet spot right now. You know, and I feel great. There's no stress. I have nobody in my life that's stressing me right now. And man, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have learned from your experiences what works for you and what does not work. And um, that is very important that you see that, you know. And when you start going with, to certain levels, you sound like you are just leveling up to new levels. Then, you know, um, distresses are going to change. And, you, you know... To be working on a project, that's like, okay, you know it's going to be, you know, hard work or whatever, but this is the type of stress that you would probably welcome other than stress from a person's attitude, you know, like, I don't want to get my energy there. I want to put my energy into making something, you know, better so it can be better for the greater good of us all. You know, when you start looking at it, from that perspective, then the stress says, okay, this is worth it. This is worth yeah. it. But stress that's not worth it is just like, yeah. oh, forget it. You know, you don't need that. You don't you need know. that. And then people know that they can't trigger you no more because you're not giving yeah. them the opportunity. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Man, my in-laws, I hate to say it, but they were stressed. I, I see them. I see them call me. I am. Um, I don't want to be bothered, you know, certain things that I don't want to be bothered with. Certain places I do not want to go because I know certain people won't be there. I, I got love for them, but I don't want to hear that every day. Every time I see you, you say the same thing, stressing me, I don't want to be like, but, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but, you know, I, I, you know, I eat well, I work out, you know, I meditate. I take deep breaths, you know, I drink water, and, you know, I pray, you know, when I got into those car accidents, grabbed I was like, I was stressing, then I was like, go home and handle your business, and I was like, what's the blessing, you know, and I started analyzing everything, I said, well, you're not in the hospital, got you, money ain't stopped, you good, you good, man. Well, I'm going to share a story with you. You know, I, I have a nephew that's incarcerated. And it brings my sister so much pain and anxiety because, as you know, when, when our children are incarcerated, the families are incarcerated with them uh, mentally, you know. And when I have to listen to the anxiety of my sister you know I have to listen because I know this is medicine for her soul to get this help you know so sometimes you know we there's some things that 
is worth listening to if someone's telling something to get out of their system, you know. And when I listen to what she has to endure as a mother, you know, I I just sit there and say, wow, just you, I'm not hanging up this phone until she's got this off her chest. And once she puts a period in there, all I can offer up is a prayer. Because I know that I'm powerless, but I have to listen because in that listening is medicine for this person. You know what I'm saying? And then yep. when I'm done, I have to, all I can do is say a prayer for that situation. Because sometimes that's all you can do. But that that will stress you listening to that that'll put you right in the picture you're right in there now in the jail listening to how COVID went on and the prisoners all falling out in there nobody caring about what's going on I mean it it was rough listening and all I could do and 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 I'm glad that if it's all I can do, if it's the least I can do, is listen. You know, then that is what I can do. You know, because yeah, you got to hear yourself. And that's what happens in our community. Nobody, sometimes people don't want to listen to all of that. But that's real for the people that are actually living the nightmare. And um, that's one crazy thing that did go on last year with our president. How are they going to be treated? <laughs> are they going to release these less offenders out? You know, it, it, it was crazy. But and I then, say all that, you have to listen okay. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, being an active listener as a, as a coach um, makes you a, a, a better, effective coach. You know, like really paying attention to key words, what people are saying from their mind, from their heart, you know, watching their uh, body language, facial expressions, you know, all those, all those different things make you a better coach and, and being an active listener and active watcher and, you know, right. you're able to communicate more effectively with people and really help them. So, and, you know, that's, that's make all the difference in the world. Yeah, it, it does. To be an active listener, <laughs> that, that's the key thing actively be hearing what is is being said and that's more important than trying to solve that problem just listen <laughs> just yeah. listen no and I, um I've, I've learned that over the years when i was in corporate and i incorporated that in my relationship now with my fiance i'm an active listener even when she's irate with me, I still sit there and become an active listener as much as I possibly can and not let her talk and don't say a word until she gets out. Sometimes. <laughs> but being an active listener, you know, is so important and people really need to learn that skill set because sometimes people don't learn how to sit and just shut their mouth. That's the best right. way to, you know, like shut up, just listen. And people learn something, especially as coaches, you know. Sometimes I think 
some coaches, well, some coaches that I ran across, you know, they're more like, hey, this is not fine, uh, you know, it's just, it's a check, <laughs> you know, that type of thing, but they're not really. That's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad, you know, and, uh, but it is what it is, you know, and I think clients are smarter than you believe, and they're going to realize that you're not as in tune with them as they need you to be and they won't be back for next sessions and you're going to be calling that client talking about where are you you know no, you're looking for the money you know and uh, I've seen that too even with myself when I signed up with people that's when it's not benefiting me you know what I'm saying so I'm just going to not come back you know and uh, they're like oh no come on back we're running a special no <laughs> you're not in tune you know, you just right. see me because you, you, you got my payment on automatic. So once once my payment becomes automation, then if I call out and say, hey, I need to do this, I need to do that, then you take it too long to reach back out to me. And then I say, okay, now this is just now that I'm gone. That's important. You got to nurture your clients and, you know, Play that accountability coach and nurture them um, at the same time to see where they are. You know, help them to bring in what they need to bring into the forefront of their mind to keep going. You know, I mean, they have to, you got to, you know, coaches, you have to let people talk and process out a lot of things themselves because just by them talking it out, they can process and listen to what they're saying and and sometimes come to their own conclusion you know that's so important but at the same time once you let them go you gotta nurture you still have to you know keep them on their p's and q's to to you know dot their i's and cross their t's because that is the nature of what we're we're doing We're, we're helping you build up and and get stronger and achieve these uh, milestones so you can achieve that end result, you know, which takes time, but it can be achievable. Yeah, you know, yeah, awesome words, awesome words, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Reverend Deetra L. Mason, is affectionately known as Rev D. You can find her, tell everybody where they can find you. First of all, before you tell everybody how they can find you and connect with you. Here's some final words, you know, that you can drop here as nuggets to get people hope on, you know, um, get people excited about the future, whatever you want to say, and then tell everybody how they can connect with you. Well, it's not about uh, wanting more. It's about getting your piece of the pie and enjoying it. Um, You deserve to walk in your divine purpose and live in fulfillment of God's promises. And if you want to contact me for, you know, a consultation and allow me to help you to achieve your goals, you can go to my website, which is 2020rgd.com, or you can email me at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers at gmail.com. And and remember, the, the 2020 has nothing to do with the year. 
is what I offer you uh, is a 2020 vision of how you see yourself. And once we develop that plan, we get a plan of action to reach your desired goal. So reach out to me. You can also find me on Instagram as um, uh, Rev D, 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. And you can find me on Facebook as 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. And, and join our, our free Monday sessions at 7.30, a Zoom session where other gold diggers, where we come to the table and we talk about different principles to help us in our goals. And I give strategies to help you to achieve your goals. So hope to see you. Thank you. Powerful, powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, like I always say, we always have the best and brightest experts in the field and their line of work and their scope of practice that give you that 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 inspiration, motivation, and encouragement that you've been looking for, you need. Sometimes you know you have a puzzle, but you may have that one piece that you're looking for and you have uh, a guest like our uh, uh, Reverend D that can drop some nuggets to give you that one piece that give you that aha moment. Like, oh my God, that's exactly what I've been missing. You never know. So I'm Terrence Hutchinson, man. I'm so excited to have you guys, you know, tuning in and supporting and pushing the podcast out, listening to us on your ride to work listening to us in the gym in your office wherever you uh, have electronic devices you can go to spotify iheart or your um bestlifestyles.com you can pandora um audible be on you know apple google Deezer, stitcher reach everywhere right now so you know whatever your favorite podcast platforms are you can go there and listen to the podcast. You know, we, we have such an amazing time with our Reverend D. She's such an incredible spirit. She dropped a lot of nuggets that are taking notes. You know, get your piece of the pie and enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> you know, and listen to my podcast. <laughs> that's right. Listen, go, listen to the podcast. You know, she's a teacher. She's a um, a public speaker, a writer, producer on podcasts, or you know, she's she's a woman of divine spirit, and she's helping a lot of people on the global stage become a better version of themselves. You know, imagine if you can become a better version of yourself. How how that how would that feel? What does it look like to you? What does it look like and feel like to your family? You know, you increase your assets, you know, increase your value to the world, to your immediate family. Like, can you see that for yourself? Can you feel that in your spirit right now? I know I can. You know, when you become a better version of yourself, that's the best gift that you can give to the world. Period. Yes. A better you makes a better world. Mm-hmm. A better you makes a better world. You know, but if you're grumpy and always self-sabotaging your life and you know you just all over the place i'm gonna tell you something man people don't want that around you they're gonna tolerate you because you may be family member or whatever but at the end of the day people don't really care for that type of emotional uh, disconnect and we understand a lot of things for a lot of people life but you got to get with people who are able to give you the right coaching practices like 2020 RGD, you know, 
Rev D, myself. There's a lot of people out there, but definitely uh, Reverend D, she got your battle on lock. So reach out to them, especially you men. Don't be afraid. Go in there, let your guard down. Stop playing with yourself because, you know, you need to be around, you know, another 20, 30 years, depending on who you are. And you want to be in good mental health, okay? You want to be in great emotional health. People don't understand, Rev D, that, you know, in the human body, the brain and the heart is only 14 inches apart from one another. But in that 14 mm-hmm. inches, it's a black, it's a war going on between your logical thinking and your emotional thinking. It's a black hole. Right. You can hear, you can hear the swords clinking, the yelling, <laughs> you can hear the guns going off. <laughs> like sometimes people's heart are in control of their life and then sometimes their brain and mind are in control but are you making rational thinking are you making emotional thinking uh you know which one is in control a lot of times you need one before you need the other but sometimes people cannot have they they probably most likely will never agree on politics but you know with everything that was going on in the world and still you know how are you feeling what are you thinking about you know and you have to decipher decipher you know who you are uh, where you want to be at this point? What can I do to um, unlock my purpose? Even though you may already know your purpose, but you feel like you're, you know, you lost the name, uh, you know, you want to boost it up some more. You got to get with the right coaches, like Rev D, who's going to really, really inject you spiritually with the growth. Like, you know, I just, I got so many nuggets talking to her. I've been taking notes. I'm writing stuff down. You know, so. Uh, and what what it is to me, Revy, is a blessing to me because you know I've been running a few spots this morning. I'm up early doing my thing, so God always seems to put people on His podcast that blesses me right at the right time, you know. And uh, I really appreciate you. I know we are local, but I kept you too long. Um, but I really appreciate you. I thank you so much for coming on and sharing all these beautiful nuggets with the, with the show and the guests. And, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate that. It was so, my pleasure, and I appreciate it. Yes, and you can also find me on Eventbrite if you want to be a part of Gold Table Talk. So thank you, and may heaven shine upon all the listeners that are out there. And if you are ambitious and need a coach to get you there a little quicker, please look me up, Rev D twenty twenty Radical Gold Diggers. Thank you. Okay, hold the line. Don't hang up. Yeah, man. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here at the Old Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studio out in Marietta, Georgia, right on the outskirts of Atlanta. Thank you so much. Get out there, enjoy the day, man. Get that vitamin D in your drink, right? Exercise, meditate, pray, stretch, do all that great old stuff. Do not love the foods that does not love you back, okay? Do not love you back, okay? So if you suffer some things, maybe high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, you're all over the place, these certain foods you got to let go. Okay, just let you know right now, you know, I know you may be emotional eating and everything like that, but just let it go. So make sure that you tune into the show. Uh, go to all major platforms to check it out, past episodes, whatever you want to do. 
and make sure you support our sponsors and our advertisers as well. Go to the website, check them out. You might find something definitely. Thank you once again to our new sponsors, um, yourwellnesshabits.com, www.yourwellnesshabits.com. And also, if you want to be a sponsor or advertiser, you can find us. Go to the website at www.yourbestlifestyles.com. Sign up to be guests. Um, sign up if you want to be a sponsor or advertise or even have product placement as well so we got you so we thank you so much and we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, have a great Wednesday evening to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. Sponsored today by Lily Beyond Fashion Kids Store. Lily Beyond is fashion with passion for today's kids. The best place for your kids to begin, like mother's care, with the safest products and luxury passion. Visit their store today at www.lilybeyond.com to see their new arrivals in toys, rompers, boys and girls clothing, fitwear, and baby essentials today. That's www.lilybeyond.com. 